0: Hey, everyone, and thank you for joining us tonight at I-80 Sports. Today, we're doing a brief recap of MLS Week 1 and doing a quick preview, including our best picks of the week for Week 2 Major League Soccer. Alex, how are you doing today?
1: I'm doing all right. What a first week of banging goals by MLS. I mean, what a way to start the year, huh?
0: absolutely i mean the the level of play was incredible something we haven't seen in quite a long time First, let's recap a couple of the games that we spent the most time on, including the games that I predicted in the article that I put on idsports.com. You can find that at i80sports.com in the article section. You'll see every week I'm giving my three best picks and my accountability, all my betting for the week, so you guys can see what we're doing. So far, I'm up 6.3 units. Now, that those are betting units. am not really telling anyone what we're bet because, quite honestly, it's none of your business. But 6.1 units up in week one. On my top picks, we had Sporting KC at Red Bull New York. I picked Sporting KC, and the reason was because of susceptible fullback play from New York, and guess what? Great wing play for Sporting KC. Sporting KC won 2-1 on a two-goal comeback. Alex, we were there. What do you think about Sporting KC at Red Bull New York?
1: Great job by Peter Vermes getting the guys ready. Didn't have Polito, didn't have Johnny Russell, didn't have Graham Zuzzi, didn't have Tim Melia, and what happened? Down one, nothing on the road. You think they're going to fold, and that's not what happened. Uh, they came back, with a come from behind, win two goals quickly to win two to one. That's why Peter Vermes is one of the best coaches in MLS. Uh, you know, I don't want to talk about this game much. You know, the the, the midfield for me, the Red Bulls was a glaring problem, not having a, a kaku replacement. Cannon Clark is not that type of player, he, though. Dynamics scored a great he, he had a goal. banger
0: though he, he, he had, had a an great excellent goal. goal.
1: The, the lack of distribution from the midfield to me was a problem. Fabio looked okay up front, and they just tired in the second half. And uh, Gutman, I mean, I don't, know, I don't know if you want to take this over me. <laughs> yeah, she'll, so she'll, I'll she'll I'll, start, I'll
0: start here. Um, Gutman uh, didn't look terrible at times, but he he's right. like the ap- opposite for me of an Alex Mwil, who like Alex Mwil played midfield and should have played defense. Gutman had no. No reason to be in the back line. Neither did Duncan, to be completely honest. And I, you know, I predicted that as the weakness, and that's exactly what happened. gutman gave up a handball in the box. Looked like one of those handballs where the uh offensive player kind of looked saw a hand in an unnatural position, flicked the ball at him. And then uh he was also responsible on a cross, did not get his foot out to block a cross, low cross in front of the whole net. Everyone was ball watching. Duncan was about 15 yards out of position. And hey, sporting KC, you got plus one seventy five if you bet on him. And uh that was an, one of the easiest picks of the week, Alex.
1: Yeah, I, I was I I just didn't like taking Kansas City with all the main guys out, but at the same time, you know, Red Bull going to transition. It didn't matter. It, it just, you know, you we know, have Brian White up front. I mean, what, what what are Red Bulls doing with this guy? Uh again in the back, I was a little surprised Reyes didn't start. You know, the Goopman at times he was the first 10, 15 minutes, you see him flying down the left field Remind me a little of uh, Taxi Lawrence. I'm like, okay, this guy likes to attack. But then, you know, he's going ahead of our forwards. He's like, whoa, whoa, whoa. You're in the top last five yard, you know, five yards from the from the end line. Like, what are you doing? And I saw the coach called him over about 20 minutes in the first half. He goes, well, yo, yo, slow down. And uh, Duncan also has that ability. They, they like to attack down, down the wings, which is great. At the same time, you get exposed on a counter. And there were times where – Duncan, it's happened time and time again, no matter how good he is offensively uh, on the right fullback position. He's out of position, ball watching way too many times for my liking. He was a burnt on that. It was burnt on that. I think it was the Seems second Seems like goal. they're almost
0: just in the wrong system because I don't think they're bad players. Like if this was a five-man backline, sign me up on these two guys. But Gutman Duncan had a bad week. They got gutted. Let's move to my game of the week. Now it's not official. Maybe we should do an official game of the week, Alex, on in our yeah. recap series. Or I but can't for miss me, game or something. Yeah, or something. Miami like that, versus yeah. LA Galaxy kind of said it all. Now. Miami had 19 shots to LA's six, but LA had possession the whole game, 66%. Five of those six shots were on target. Three went in the back of the net. Two by Chicharito scoring, uh, having more points on the board than he did all of 2020. Not only is LA off on a good fit, uh, off on the right foot, it's Chicharito's foot. And, and that looks good for all of LA and all of the LA Galaxy Team, Alex. I know we watched this game. What do you have to say about the LA and Galaxy? A,
1: a big numbers uh, viewership wise on uh, the ESPN ABC thing. One of, I think the, one of the highest uh, watch games in week two in MLS history. So that yeah. was good to see. You know, it was nice to see David Beckham. You know, all suit nice with the logo on this the the pink flamingo logo and Neville coaching on the side. And when they're winning, they're all going crazy. That seven thousand fans there in Miami. It looks like they're gonna have a great you know great supporting cast. But
0: It'll be more. It'll be most by and, the you know, end of the month.
1: Chicharito again. The two goals were like we, we, what we always thought was going to happen inside the eight yard box. Inside the box, you give him one inch of space, he'll turn, shoot, and burn you. And that's I don't know where it was last year, but what I saw this week against Miami remind me of a lot of old Chicharito. He's a poacher. He's he likes to walk the ball in, tap walk it the in,
0: ball right in. He knows,
1: but he knows how to go over a guy's weak You know, the the opposite shoulder. He knows how to get that one little bit of space just to get open. He gets the ball, he's going to bury and. If he's hitting on all cylinders, LA Galaxy is going to have some – they're going to be back in the playoffs. To me now, you know, Sebastian Legette now has got a two-game suspension for some stupid social media uh, crappy post, and so he will be missing the next two games. That's going to hurt them. You know, the Pavone situation hurts them. The defense to me, again, LA Galaxy giving up two goals again. You know, that's going to – they can't be giving up two goals a game to be considered seriously. But the thing to look here for is looks like is back, and if he's on fire, if he gets 15 goals this year, LA Galaxy will be a playoff team. Simple as that.
0: Absolutely. I did want to jump over to the uh, Cincinnati at Nashville game because this is one of the games that was just, like, stunning. Two goals for Cincy in the first 12 minutes. And when I wrote my article, I I mentioned that Cincy liked to bunker in the past, and all the Cincinnati fans jumped on me on Twitter and said, we're not going to bunker, we're going to come out aggressive. They did exactly that, Alex. Two goals in the first 12 minutes, and then gave up 31 shots over the next 70. So um, kind of a tale of, of... You know, a a bright start and then just just getting trashed the rest of the time there. So when we look at the Cincinnati-Nashville game, um, what do you think?
1: You know, usually when you go on the road, you're up 2-0. You're going to want to take the foot off the gas. You could park the bus. You want to get a result and get out of there. Cincinnati got the two quick goals by two, you know, Brenner on a penalty and uh, Acosta, nice finish. You know, I think he got the second goal for Cincinnati. This is not last year's Cincinnati team. We talked about this on a show before. They are going to be a tough, tough out this year. Should be a playoff team. But, however, Nashville, that English championship-type defensive mentality, after they're down 2 nothing, you saw them buckle down, uh, straighten to the back line. They picked away, picked away, picked away. That second goal they scored, I don't know if that was a cross or a goal. I think it was by uh, – was it Leal? I forgot. Uh, the.
0: Yeah, Randall Leal with the uh, – yeah, I yeah think, that was not I I,
1: don't, I, don't, I, don't, I I don't think that was a shot. I think that was a – this place yes, crossed, but anyway, <laughs> you know, listen, they came back to tie 2-2 to get the result. National, you know, what they did last year defensively, giving up two goals with me was a little shocking, you know, but it's again week one, you don't know what's going on. This is a good matchup. Cincinnati and Nashville, uh, they should be in the playoff hunt this year. Do not fall. Cincinnati, to me, is very dangerous this year. They're definitely not one of the worst teams league. To me, they look like a playoff squad. If they stay healthy with a constant Brenner up front and the changes they made, it should be an exciting thing to watch going forward to watching Cincinnati.
0: My one question is how much did Cincinnati bunker and how much was it just Nashville just controlled play and forced them back? We're going to find out in week two, and those are two storylines that are going to be heavy in my predictions next uh, for, for the next coming week because it looked, it looked like Cincy just had no choice. like Nashville was controlling the ball. They were passing great. They were holding possession. Really, really interesting game, and, and I'm looking to see what both teams can do coming up in week two. Two. Alex, were there any other games that you wanted to talk about before we move on and uh, make our predictions?
1: Uh, one thing I think people need to look out for is DC United, new coach Losada. What these guys do, there's a high press system we all see, but then there's a really insane high press system that this guy likes to run. And he he is putting the people need to take notice of what DC United is doing. This high press, it's like an insane running 90 minutes constant. He wants his guys in shape. Like if you heard this on other teams, but this is really like a a level that I haven't seen before. I want to see how this guy does with the lower payroll. The guys that they have a bunch of young guys in the roster that can run. To me, they they tired out, but you know they they got a result two one this past week against NYCFC. I don't yeah. think a lot of people saw it coming. Something to look out for is DC United uh, with this high press with this new coach Lucado. What he did, uh, I think with Beer Shot, he took them from the second division back to the first division. I think it was in Belgium. played the same kind of system it creates havoc. There's games they're going to be win. They're going to win like five nothing, and there's going to be weeks where. They're going to lose 5 nothing because they're going to get hit on the counter when they're full-pressed full and they're out of gas. So interesting to see decent end, but I think they're going to be exciting to watch Absolutely. this year. The Ben Olson era is over. Lassad is here now, and DC United's turned to page is something a little exciting to watch. Okay, I'm looking forward to seeing it.
0: They're almost like the Quakes in that sense. That you know, like like I know the Quakes do the man marking, not the high press necessarily, but um, it, it's like that high risk, high reward. They did go with a five man back line, which is what we expect five in defense and three in the attack. Um, so they're just moving players all over the field. Very good game, and anytime NYCFC gets uh, you know the, the come from behind loss is going to be okay in my book now let's look ahead to week two because we have a couple teams with midweek games coming up either wednesday uh or i believe tuesday or wednesday of next week that's atlanta philly toronto columbus and portland so keep in mind when you're taking those teams that they do have you know an extra game that is something to watch out for first game i want to talk about alex is the san jose quakes against fc Dallas now this is a game that may be kind of boring but what I like is that both teams are getting plus money meaning if you win if you bet on FC Dallas you win money if you bet on San Jose Quakes they're at plus 140 right now and that's the bet I'm actually hammering Alex, the one thing that I really, really want to know is how FC Dallas is going to come out. Last week, they came out with a three-man back line. They came with three center backs against Colorado. And if, if that happens, again, San Jose has a guy that we talked about on our podcast earlier. That guy is the name. Cade Cowell. Cade Cowell is one of the faster attackers in Major League Soccer against a three center back back line. I think he can wreck a lot of havoc and and find a mismatch. If he can get past, I think the San Jose Quakes attack can be really potent, something we didn't quite see last week. Who are you taking in FC Dallas um, at San Jose this week?
1: This is a battle of the youngsters, a lot of young talent on both sides. You know, Dallas, you know, pumps out every year. San Jose, you just mentioned the, the great forward. They have the young kid. Of, what is he, 17 years old right now? It's, like, ridiculous how a 17-year-old looks like that can play like that. They, you know, I don't remember 17-year-olds anytime they recently looking at play like that, especially American. My thing with Dallas is they never they, – they, they're not good on the road. and San Jose is usually better on the road. I think San Jose is home in this game. Correct me if yeah, I'm wrong. They are. So San Jose is home. So, based on that alone, until I have proven otherwise, I'm going to have to take San Jose. Uh, I would also agree with you on that. Dallas on the road is not that good but when they're home they're they're money, almost money. And this matchup it's going to be a tight game. A lot of youngsters expect some of the mistakes. Might be a little sloppy to start but I'm going to expect San Jose to to eat at the win in this.
0: I love San Jose's midfield as the difference maker in this game. They got Remedi, UEL and uh, Chofis Lopez who should have Maybe should have gotten red carded last week because yeah he, uh, I don't I don't know if he made what contact that with that kick uh, he, he had the ball stolen and just took took a swing with his foot yeah. I don't know I, I like the hothead he looks like the the Pillsbury Doughboy maybe we need a new nickname for him um, but uh, very he's, got a, little, interesting he's got a little
1: fire he's got a little fire in that little jelly belly of his over there I like it you know I like it.
0: So that, that to me is going to be a difference. Uh, Rometty, UEL, who just had an amazing uh, couple of games for the U.S. Men's National Team, Chofis Lopez. I'm taking San Jose Quakes plus 140 over FC Dallas. Now, the next game is going to be tricky, Alex, it's going to be very difficult to call because Philadelphia Union is at home, but they also have a midweek game that they're going to be resting some players. They looked good against Columbus in a 0-0 draw, just lacked to finish uh miami on the other hand needed a penalty kick just to score two goals against galaxy and that's not really great because galaxy gave up 46 goals last year so i think philadelphia union they've been rotating sergio santos out and they've been having like fontana play as a striker which is something i kind of like what i also like is that the inter miami central defense they have Fagal and lgp uh leandro Gonzalez Perez who was from Atlanta who looked awful last week when we look at the Philadelphia Union attack they play narrow everything narrow 4-1-2-1-2 they play everything right down the center of the field I think they can take advantage of those center backs maybe find Sergio Santos or Shabilko in the box for a couple and I, I still like Philadelphia Union even though they have a midweek game this week
1: yeah, that's I don't like taking teams I don't like, especially betting wise, if they're having a midweek Champions League, US Open Cup, Nations League, whatever one a different tournament outside MLS. You don't know what the coach is gonna do. But for me, what I'm seeing so far in the Champions League, these MLS coaches are going all in. And to me, I'm expecting Philadelphia to rest some guys. I would not touch this game. Uh, but if you go up with Car- Bay last year, I think Philadelphia home, they did not drop hardly any points at all last year at home. Inter Miami barely made the playoffs. Uh, you saw the defensive struggles I had last week against Chicharito. Yeah. Shabilkos playing or something like that. I can see Philadelphia easily getting a one one nothing 2-1 type win. Higuain still – Higuain looked pretty solid that game. Don't get me wrong. He looked better than last year. looks a little more in shape. Philadelphia at home. you got the Champions League. They're rotting they're that out. They, they're all still celebrating the Shield from last year. David Beckham, I'm sorry, man. I think you're going to go 0-2. I'm going to have to agree with you on this one, Bob. I'm going to take Philadelphia. But, you know, I think there's other games to look at. If you're going to bet, I would – be a little weary because of the Champions League going midweek. If Philadelphia sits seven starters out, they're not going to win this game. I,
0: I, I think it might happen. I mean, these are all system players. This Philadelphia team knows what they're doing. What I, what I really like is... Uh, Miami they play a four three three they call it a four five one it's it's a four three three that they play, and with the narrow formation that Philly's going to put out they're going to have the 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 diamond in the midfield they're going to have the numerical advantage. I love Matweedy, I love Gregore um, as kind of guys who can break up the game and help that defense but just the numerical advantage the four on three in those tight spaces, I just think Philadelphia at home is going to take a win here
1: uh their last year if you uh, I think we were last year, Philadelphia Union home were like deadly. Again, Miami tough loss, devastating loss to the the two late goals. Go to Philadelphia was on a high right now. I you know, the mice seeing Philadelphia after two weeks getting only one point, that's hard to see in my mind. So I'm gonna have to agree with you. Even though, you know, rotation's a problem, scares me a bit. I still see Philadelphia getting a positive result out of it.
0: We have a lot to look for. We have a lot to be excited for, for Miami. It just might not happen this week. Another team it might not happen for this week is the New York Red Bulls this is another game that I wrote about in our article again you can check idsports.com see all my betting all my bets from last week and all my predictions for this coming week LA Galaxy is plus 135 at home against New York Red Bulls Red Bulls are traveling the furthest they will have to travel all season long to get to the LA to face the Galaxy and again a home team getting over plus 100. I really, really like that. Red Bull, and I made this joke in the article, they made it known that unless you signal your attacking intent with those tarmac uh, batons, they're not going to be able to stop you. It's just not going to happen. You have an attacker here, Chicharito, who loves to walk him in. He loves to sneak into the box undetected. That's going to happen this week. LA Galaxy 66% Possession last week and ninety percent pass completion. I don't think Red Bulls press is going to be enough to stop them from doing what they want to do. Alex, do Red Bulls have a chance against the LA Galaxy this week?
1: I mean, they have a chance, but I don't think they're going to win this game again. Sebastian Legette being out hurts LA Galaxy badly. And that's the only question mark I have in this game. Which not you know I'll be like, this is a sure thing, Galaxy win. I don't like the Galaxy backline, but New York forwards can't score. You know, they're still relying on Barlow and still relying on White. Fabio still doesn't know the system. Now We have the new uh, signing from Celtic, the Polish international, just came in. He's, he's not going to be ready to play. Uh, I know the right back, we have a new right back, Tom Edwards from England, coming in from uh, – he's been quarantined, so it looks like it's going to be another game of Duncan in the right side. Uh, Gutman, I don't know what's going to happen. If he's going to be flying up and down, maybe he's going to you know, stay in his territory a little more. Midfield player, the Red Bulls, is a problem. I'm going to have to take the Galaxy at home with you on this. Chicharito, I can't see Chicharito not scoring. And if he plays anything like he did last week, he's going to score again with the with La- Sebastian Legette. There's going to be an error in the box or bad marking or something like that or a set play. Chicharito is going to be there either to clean up the mess or rebound, put it away. I'm going to see it like a 2-1 LA Galaxy win this one.
0: Absolutely. Players I really want to watch is Grand Sir, the new uh, wing signing that uh, Galaxy had over last season. A lot is, is going to be on his back with Pavone not rejoining the team also a revenge game for Sasha question um who I expect to be filling in now that LeJet will be out and uh we know he could still do it he he was the assist leader it week. feels like yeah. 10 years ago but he he can find Chicharito in the box and and come away with a result at home
1: yeah I, I just uh, the Red Bulls to me are still in transition the roster isn't done they're you know I LA Galaxy has a hot score right now. I know it's only been one week, but we all been waiting for this. I think this is it. I think last year was just a it was a fluke. Tiqueria is going to be double to scored this year and I'm expecting to put at least one on the board this week.
0: Now, what you tagged as the game of the week is LAFC against um who is that? The uh, Seattle, Seattle Sounders. Yeah, that, and that's
1: a good game. that's I mean, That's if you're if you're MLS mildly it's MLS. This is the game you want to watch Two West two heavy hitters from the Western Conference. You know, you got Rui Diaz that can score for Seattle. You have uh, Carlos Vela and uh, Diego Rossi for LAFC. You have Bob Bradley. You have Schmetzer. You have two great American coaches, two great fan bases. This is the game to watch. I, I, yeah, I don't I'm, I don't know where to go with this. LAFC is at home. Seattle on the road. I'm always weary of taking them road, so I think I might have to take LAFC in on this
0: one. West Coast to West Coast game. There are a couple storylines here that we haven't mentioned yet. Carlos Vela with the weird injury during uh, the last yeah. game, where um, he I guess he was signaling like "give me a minute," but yeah, they uh, took Bob him Bradley out saw it as "take me out," so he was taken out. He he was not happy about that. So he is. Officially listed as questionable, as is Diego Rossi. And on the other side, um, Nico Ladero did not play last week. He's officially listed as questionable. Uh, Jimmy Madranda is out, and obviously Jordan Morris will be out the remainder of the season. So a lot of moving parts here, but I like Rui Diaz. I like the speed of Will Bruin. Um And, you know, Jao Paulo, again, another great we goal that we haven't talked about. Oh, I mean, a, What a goal. Tap the ball out. off his yeah. foot hit it on the volley, in, in, and it was a rocket. It wasn't like um, maybe he was trying to cross the ball like you could have said about Randall Leal's shot. This was direct on hmm. net, straight at it. Yeah. Um, and, you know, that's what Seattle will do. They'll just find ways to score. They'll find ways to win. I like this game, and this is one of the games that I put. Don't bet on it. Just, just don't. I, 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 just, I just watch
1: it. Just yeah. watch it.
0: Watch it and enjoy. I, I'm really not interested in, in what the spread or uh, the lines for, for that game. Um, and that is obviously one of the games that we're all going to watch. Alex, do you have anything else, uh, any final thoughts about week two in Major League Soccer?
1: There's a couple of games I like. Um, Nashville at home against Montreal. Montreal last week we scored four goals. No one saw this coming. Everyone thinks going, going into the season, Montreal's going to be one of the bottom feeders in the East. You know, they put up four goals against a, a subpar, Toronto's resting guys, injuries, stuff like that. Now you go to Nashville, dude, last week only got a tie only at one point. Uh, Montreal's not scoring four goals this week. I'm going to take Nashville home. I think that's a, that's a bet that I think guys should look into, taking Nashville home. And I want to see the New England-DC United game. DC United with this high press we talked about, and New England to me is a dark horse contender for MLS Cup. You know, Buxa and Bo and Hill. This, I want to say, this should be, you know, let's see how DC United could go on the turf. They do this high press lasada system, and then Minnesota last week getting smoked four nothing. That roster is way too good to be losing games four nothing. They're coming home against Rail Salt Lake. I'm sorry, Real Salt Lake, you Could go to Minnesota. Bat. Yeah, that that to me, if I have a best bet, I'm taking Minnesota United. Uh, they just I think they just signed the French forward today. they the Boca Juniors forward yeah. last week. they they're they're solid in the back. They're solid. Their goalie St. Clair, the young Canadian international, is pretty good. Don't be fooled. Last week, the Seattle four nothing—that was a, you know, the scoreline doesn't indicate how good Minnesota is. But I'm a best bet this week, I'm loving uh, Minnesota at home against Ray Salt Lake.
0: Now, if you go to idsports.com, you can find our latest article that has our official best bets. And those maybe aren't the locks of the week, but they're the games with the best odds. Because a lot of these games, like that we just mentioned, Minnesota—you don't win money. You have to put so much more down to get your return. It's not like you know uh, roulette where you put ten bucks and win ten bucks. You'd be laying. 25 to win 10. And that's not always the greatest uh, choice when gambling. But if you go to IDSports.com, you could find our three bets. I'll give them to you right now San Jose Quakes over FC Dallas plus 140. Philadelphia Union minus 105 against Inter Miami at home. And LA Galaxy plus 135 over visiting New York Red Bulls. Alex, let's get into it. There's a game tonight. I'm excited. Yeah. We're talking Major League Soccer. I'm taking a sporty
1: Kansas City tonight over Orlando. Peter Vermes is, what, I think, 600th game as a coach. <laughs> he's not, he's not losing games. We
0: I'm didn't even sorry. talk about uh, uh, Pato getting hurt last week, but uh, Orlando's yeah, down to no uh, no strikers, no attacking options. Take yeah, SKC. Okay. I got my jersey on. Yeah, we're doing it. it. We're watching it in about an hour. Yeah, we, we, you we, you, we you we might be Champions watching League, this after that game already went off.
1: And don't forget, we got Champions League next week. Five of our teams are in the quarterfinals. Uh, you know, Let's see we can advance 2 We're playing against each other, so We'll have at least one in the semifinals. Uh, This is why you should not really bet our advice is do not bet MLS games that teams have Champions League the following week or the week before due to squad rotation. Think about that before you place your money down.
0: Have a great week and thank you for joining us at ID Sports.